Here we go. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I literally don't know. It's... Got blues mic out again. Yep, classic. Did I? I wasn't even yes. yelling that loud on that one. You blew it out. <laughs> this mic sucks. Uh, it's a bit again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. everyone welcome back into another episode of making the walk today is the first of july um oh my god mike roche is the old man on the podcast officially it says birthday tomorrow i am the oldest. alex cue the air horns <laughs> what we'll put that in post yeah <laughs> it's mike roche's 20s 26th 26 on saturday yep on saturday he's the old guy um so how are you guys doing real quick though um i want to apologize for the uh pre-podcast poop um it went swimmingly thank you for asking he's only there's the check mark of the poop talk and now (laughs) there might be some more later anyway he was actually only you were only late by like 10 minutes yeah Yeah, it it was quick thanks to dude dude wipes sponsor us um <laughs> we have a sponsor second thing yeah we can always have more though shout out long drink uh second thing the best birthday present i could ask for ufc 276 Let's go, boys. stacked cards a banger very excite very nice very nice all right so the other voice you hear that's not mike is uh alex our new editor-in-chief yeah, my brother's a lazy piece of shit and doesn't want to do it no. anymore. So I mean, that's kind of partially it. I mean, I'm taking over. So if you guys heard the true, outro on okay. the last one. That was all me. It was very awkward. I got to humble brag myself. Not really humble, though, if I'm bragging about it. But that was all me, baby. I'm fucking sick. I'm back and I'm better than ever. It was it was a it was. A good, oh, and like... last week. Oh, and last uh, week. Uh, oh, pearled that fucking card. I mean, I maybe hit missed like one thing in that card. Last week was unreal. Yeah, I was telling Jay about that. I was like, "Yeah, I'm not making picks anymore, um, because because you just made me look like a complete idiot." Um, yeah, I'm I'm so bad at gambling. No, dude, like you just gotta. It doesn't matter. Everyone has cold streaks. You gotta keep rolling with the punches, man. It's just you like life, you know. It's 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 an up and down roller coaster. You know, you have I good days dep- and bad days, and good weeks and bad weeks, and you just gotta. Because I got rolling. depression. The I'm gonna stick my balls in some dollar dollars of dressing. Cause I got the, the only pressure. pick I wish I changed was Gamrot. Oh yeah, it's the only one that didn't fucking hit. And dude, on the main card part. And, and what did I say? His wrestling <laughs> was fight. unreal. That fight. That was a close fight. Yeah, but I I knew he was gonna win. Like by the end of it, I'm like, okay, Gamrot won that fight. It was close, but honestly, like I didn't know he was gonna win. That was a very scary end of that. Also, fight. also, Jen Yufrey did more damage than Low Monster. Fuck you, dude. Tell me I'm no. wrong. No, like, honestly, yeah, you're not wrong. I was very nervous about that first fight. Like, after, when it went to decision, first off, don't know how it was a 30-27. Like, whoever the fuck, was that Chris Lee? 
I have no oh, idea who scored that. Maybe. I didn't have the audio playing. I was watching the uh, – Either way, the decision was Vanessa Demopoulos won 30-27. Like, first round, all Jin Yufrey. Yes. Not even going to, like, pretend like it was Jin Yufrey. Like, that was all her. The fact that she got a 30-27 for Vanessa Demopoulos was a little absurd to me. Like, 28 so how did you or 28 how did you score? How did you score the fight? I think Vanessa lost the first round. The second one was kind of more of a toss-up. But I definitely think that maybe I'm a little biased. And, you know, I think I have two judges agreeing with me. She won the second round. Um, and then third round was all Vanessa. Absolutely. Yeah, I thought, I I don't know. That second round was a toss-up. That was a very close fight. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you look at scoring criteria, um, I mean, like, we always say, like, we can do a whole podcast on something like this. But um, you look at, like, scoring criteria, like, how they – Put the numbers in. It's like I think damage should be number one. Should be the number one factor. And I thought Jin did a better job of that. I mean, Demopolis definitely had more control. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, she didn't get the sub like I wanted, but I still got her money line in a parlay. Like I said, I was with like Mario Batista, and that hit. So that was amazing. Also, Mario Batista looked real good in that la- that last fight he too. Did. He oh, did. He looked was... really good. Yeah, um, really. Yeah. Where did he fight again? Let me play. So I picked the research other team. Research team. I fucking picked the loser. <laughs> like I, got I always my friend. Do. Oh my god! It went to oh, okay. I gotta do Vegas. that. Was a fast one, right? Like, like he smoked him. Wasn't that a? It was a knockout, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Research team reason, is currently on that. UFC um, is not popping up with anything except for Brian uh, Keller. Yeah, Brian, Brian Keller. Keller. Yeah, smoked him two twenty-seven in the first round. I think all my friends had. Brian Keller, Ooh. including you guys. Yep, I didn't. I didn't uh, make a pick on that fight. So, oh yeah, you didn't. You didn't talk at all about that fight. But Mike had Keller on that one, and yeah. I was very excited to watch that fight. No, it was a was it a decision? No, it was a it was, it was a, a submission. It was a submission. Oh no, it was, was a submission. It? Well, who had the who had the knockout? It was crazy. It was JB. Pa- it was uh, Cody Durden. Durden did put that on That's the. Right. I put that on the Twitter. Like I said, last second pick, Cody Durden knockout, and we they'd hit like almost instantly. Oh yeah, submission. Yeah. And okay. That was fantastic. Let's uh let's get right into the two seventy six prelims here. Um, we have a lot to go through here, so mm-hmm. um might be rapid firing these kind of, um maybe like yeah. a little less analysis than what we're used to. Um, but we'll start off with the first fight of the night. Uh, Jessica Rose Clark, a minus one fifty five favorite against uh julia Stolyarenko. um alex you did make a pick on this one so i hear your thoughts i have uh jessica rose clark by decision i think uh she's a better all-around striker striker has some good wrestling defense and in her last couple of fights uh, for her last couple of fights and uh for i'd see the only way i see Stolyarenko winning this uh is she'd have to take it to the ground which i really don't see happening I mean, she's like, she's a really good jujitsu artist. Obviously, that's where she made her game. But um, I don't see her taking her down. Rose Clark was really good in her last couple of fights on her wrestling uh, in terms of her defense. I just don't see that coming out. And I don't think either one of them really has that power to really like finish it up top. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm right on that. But uh, Jessica Rose Clark by decision for sure. I don't think she has enough to knock out Stoyanko, but that's just me. That's what I have on this one. Mike, you got anything? No, I got nothing on this one. 
All right, let's uh, we'll go right into the second fight of the night: Macy Barber and Jessica I. Mm-hmm. Um, Macy Barber coming in at the money line two minus two eighty five favorite. Um, I find this one a little interesting. Why is that? Because I really do think Macy Barber probably should be like one in three in her last four fights. Um, I gotta look at who was, who did she beat? She, she beat someone. She recently, I think she just beat Miranda Maverick. If I'm not mistaken. No, she lost to Miranda Maverick. I know that Macy Dude, Barber. Uh, no, she didn't. She won. No, I'm. I got uh, right here. Give me a second. She beat De La Rosa. She beat Maverick. Yeah, see. and she lost to uh, Alexa Grasso. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and that's right. She did. She did beat Maverick, but everyone was like, "How in the world did anyone score that for Macy Barber?" <laughs> that's yeah. what it was. Rock, lost to Roxanne. Yeah. Okay. That's her last. One, two, three, four. Yeah. I I think it was two, a close fight, but I can see how Macy one. Barber won that one two, out two, two, against geez. Maverick because. The clinch game was against Maverick was unreal for Macy Barber. She looked really good in her clinches. Yeah, but I don't know. I felt like she just got controlled the whole time, and I was, um, I don't know. I've I've kind of lost faith in betting for Macy Barber, um, just because she's so inconsistent. It's fair enough. I I can see why you'd say that. But is she still is she still the future? Um, is she? <laughs> Not in, yeah. not in flyweight. No, I don't think so. But there's no the future at flyweight is arguably Talia Santos. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> that that's we never got the chance to talk about that one. Also, don't forget about my nun Farout. Yeah, you're a big uh, Farout Farout yeah. guy. Yeah, she's she's nasty. I love her kickboxing. I mean, she just she's yeah. Just are you gonna out kickbox? Valentina Shevchenko. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. She almost lost. I'm I'm gonna touch on it real quick because that is my wife. She almost lost herself that fight. Oh, and the Talia's not. I think the the headbutt was a big help for her. Yeah, Yeah. but if you look at every single round, she made a fucking mistake that Mm -hmm. almost that arguably could have lost to the fight. Mm -hmm. And it's like you're stop doing it. Her fucking corner kept saying, stop going to the ground. Stop doing this. Stop doing that. You're not going to beat her there. Fucking stick to the distance and strike on the outside. And she kept going to the ground. Yeah. So, but I, I didn't mean, really understand that from her. But anyways, we're, we're yeah, off yeah, topic. Right. Right. Back to 276. Yeah, we, can, yeah. we can rein it back in here. So yeah. um, the one thing I do like about Macy Barber, um, maybe for like a decision win here, yeah, um, is that Jessica I is sliding right now. She mm-hmm. is really been struggling recently i think she's lost three in a row mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken I'm right now. yeah she lost to jennifer maya calderwood or uh joanne joanne yeah. wood joanne. and then uh cynthia calvillo yeah and i mean those yeah. names she's one in four in her last five yeah definitely and- she's definitely fought harder competition i think than macy barber has yes yeah um but that being said macy barber is definitely going to be the um the, the fighter with more momentum, she's much younger. You know, her cardio is going to hold up probably mm-hmm. a lot better, I would assume. Um, yeah. I could just see her outpacing, um, like like Alex said, in a clinch situation. Yeah, and even then, too, like, I, I think that if Macy Barber also does well with her kicking game, that she will get Jessica I. 
because Jessica in her last fight against Jennifer Maya looked terrible on the kicking defense. Like she got caught a lot of times by kicks from Jennifer Maya. And granted, Jennifer Maya is obviously a kickboxer. So, you know, that's kind of her game. But even then, like her hands were down. She was mainly a pressure forward kind of boxer. I mean, Jessica is really good in her boxing game, like really good with her hands. But I mean, even then, like her defense, like against like the other her against her uh, Amaya when she was boxing, her hands were down the entire time. She just looked tired. Like she just didn't look like she was about it. Like I don't really see. I mean, the only way Jessica I wins is, is that if she mixes in a couple leg kicks against Macy Barber, keeps the distance from her. Um, but even then, like that's not really saying much. She only has a one inch reach advantage, a one inch height advantage. So like that only be like a little bit of a reach, like distance keeping on, on her part. But yeah, I I also have uh, Macy Barber just outpacing her outstriking her, you know, kind of keeping that kind of making sure that she's uh, she's she's mixing it up a lot. And I think she's got this in the bag. I don't really see just guy coming out with a win on this one. Yeah, I mean, you guys basically touched on every point I had. But yeah, I, I'm not betting it, but I think Macy Barber's going to win. I think, too, that Macy Barber is a slow starter. So you could do kind of what Andrew did with. Uh... Oh, shit. What if I was it? it was a couple weeks ago. Anyways, it was a couple weeks ago. Wait maybe a round for Jessica I because she started off real good against Maya and was winning that first round. And then wait for that first round, see how Macy Barber does or see how Jessica I does. And then if she's down, bet Barber. I was probably going to do that. I'm going to wait around, then bet Barber straight money line on the second round because she'll probably have better odds. Like that. Um, okay. So let's go on to the next fight uh, Andre Muniz and Uriah Hall. Um, it's been a steady and feels like a quite steep decline here for Uriah Hall recently. Um, just seems like every time we talk about him, he's he's a heavy underdog against whoever he's fighting. Um, just like a far fetch from it seems like where he used to be. If he's I'm not supposed mistaken. to be the next um, Anderson Silva, yeah, when, I mean, when he came into the UFC. I mean, granted, he has won. Um, he's won quite a few. Of his last couple of fights, I mean, he just lost to Sean Strickland recently, but he beat Chris Weidman in a. Uh, did he? On that, he's the one that broke Weidman. He's the one leg. that did the leg check and just destroyed there's, Chris Weidman. I don't leg. know why, but there's no result on the Strickland Hall thing on the UFC website. Um, he lost the five round decision. It wasn't really a close fight. No, yeah, Strickland dominated that fight. Um, yeah, definitely. and then his last, yeah. his last win before that was Anderson Silva, in 2020. Uh, mm-hmm. Antonio Carlos Jr. in 2019. And then Devon Lewis. Yeah. He lost to Paulo, Paulo Costa in 2018. Yeah. Uh, I, and he has fought some really good names here. He's fought Gegard Mousasi and beat him. Mm-hmm. He lost to Robert Whitaker, lost to Derek Brunson, lost to Gegard Mousasi in a, a rematch. Um, a lot of those guys are top 10, top 15 guys. Gegard Mousasi is the Boto champion. No, no, not anymore. He just lost a boat last weekend. Yeah. Yeah, he fought a he fought a prime Tiago Santos in 2014. Whitaker. Yep, Kelvin Gastelum. Like he has fought a lot of good names on this list. Gastelum was the um, finale of the Ultimate Fighter, I think. Chris Levin. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Ultimate Fighter 17 finale. Jesus okay. Christ, so he's, he's gonna be. That's fighting. almost 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, Uriah Hall has been around a long time, and it feels yeah. like. He just never really could get going. Like he would, he would put together some wins, and he would lose to like a top five guy. Yeah, it's a, it's. A, I think it's a mental thing. 
Like, like I would. Sorry, go ahead. My bad. No, no, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. I think saying a steady decline downwards is a little bit of a not outrageous, but a little bit of a harsh statement to say. I wouldn't say it's a steady decline. I would just say more in the sense of that he's just getting older, and you know the competition's catching up to him, and it's just really that's all it is. Like I don't think that like he's like losing it right now. Like he's not like another fighter in this fight card, but you know, because of age, unfortunately, unfortunately, sorry. I know. Anyways, it's a tough bullet to bite. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, you know, I think that, yeah. And I think you're right. Hall. He's very good. He's obviously unreal on the standup. Um, but, just to kind of get further into it, I think Andre Munez has this fight in the There's no chance on the ground. No. Absolutely zero, no fucking no. chance on the no, ground. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, you, you've seen Uriah Hall struggle with in, in terms of staying on the like in terms of being on the ground. You know, he he has occasional times where he's able to get those underhooks in on those on those takedowns, but he can only do so much against Munez. Like he it's gonna be insane. Like uh, Andre Munez is just a crazy submission artist. He finds ways to get you down on the ground. He's relentless. He constantly, constantly goes at it. And his last fight against Eric Anders, you could see that where he just nonstop pressures him into double leg takedowns, getting him into clinches, pulling him down to the ground. And I mean, and then he backpacks him like it. He, whenever way Andre can find to submit you, he will find a way to do it. And Uriah Hall obviously just doesn't have that kind of game on the ground. Uh, so I say that this is going to be a Munez submission. I don't see the odds way. aren't very good on that, are they? Right. I think no, they're like and I think minus. It's, it's surprising to me because um, Uriah Hall has never lost by submission. No. Which is another thing I was going to say, like he does, he definitely has he's never been submitted in his entire career. I mean, you know, like his last, what was it? The last fight, a couple fights ago, I was watching like his submission. Oh, it was against Antonio Carlos Jr. When he won that fight in the split decision, he actually looked pretty good in his submission defense in some aspects of it, but like he's nowhere near the talent of Andre Munoz. Like, I don't to this so. game. I don't think so. He's. I don't think he has the same talent as him. And I think that like he could get his first submission win. Our first submission lost, and it could be against Munez here. I kind of like the um, I like the decision prop for the for the value. Yeah, I think it's plus four hundred for Munez. Munez. Yeah, yeah, you could you could do if that he too. Can defend all night. Yeah, if he can, if he gets him on the ground, just controls him, and your eye holds it, finds a way to able to just defend that entire time. Because he, I will say this: I said his ground game wasn't great, but like that's kind of a that, that is a harsh statement as well. I, I shouldn't really say that. He's really good at grabbing one wrist like you're supposed to do and pushing it away to like kind of defend submissions. He did that well against this, uh, against Carlos Jr. Um, but I don't know. I think the Munez guy, like he obviously just has submission after submission after submission after submission. Like it's kind of insane to watch him work. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he caught it here. That would be kind of a, that would be, That'd be an interesting um, method of victory hit. Um, you know, kind of- <laughs> and plus, you know, with longer arms, with longer arms, it's a lot easier to get those arm bars. And that's, that's Munez's like 
bread and butter. He loves that armbar. With longer limbs, it's a lot the, easier to get those submissions. That and the um, the Kabora. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I'm is actually, fucking nasty. So against my better judgment, um, like last week, I'm going to go against Alex, um, but I'm going to stay with the same fighter, just different method. I'm going to go with Munya's decision at plus 400. That's um, fair. I honestly... The, the yeah. Yeah, honestly, like I was kind of thinking that too. I was kind of fumbling between the two, but I kind of like the submission on this one. I think it's a safe bet that Munez can pull it out on this one and figure some way out to get a submission here. But maybe it's just because I want to see more of an exciting fight. Yeah. Well, and then- I kind of hope that Munez gets it just from an aspect like that. Not a lot of people appreciate like the ground game that much, especially some more of the casual fans. But if they see a guy like Munoz just absolutely put on a show on the ground, which people do tend to like more, then it you know it makes he's dude he should not be like okay yeah this is an absolutely fucking insane card. But then on the early prelims that's on ABC, he's they're both ranked within the top fifteen. Like come on, I understand, but it, it could elevate him and like the ground game appreciation when an absolute wizard goes out and gets a fucking disgusting submission. Against a well-known name like Uriah Hall. Yeah, against a well-known name. Like, it's good for his career. Like, I'm not rooting against Uriah Hall because I'm not even betting on this fight. But, like, at the same time, I you guys know I love when those ground guys get their credit and when they get a little bit of shine. So, I, I'm not against the submission at all. I just I just don't want a boring one, I should say. I do want to say I like Uriah Hall. Um, yeah, no, I like well, Uriah absolutely. Hall, too. I just, you know. He's a good guy. I mean, you know, all of his interviews, I, I love like listening to him talk about jujitsu or not jujitsu. I love listening to him talk jiu-jitsu. about his fighting. Um, he did like an interview with, uh, or did an interview where like it's like pros look at like movies and see how realistic like the stuff is. The, the GQ one? Yeah, the GQ yeah, one, yeah. I think. And I loved watching that. That was like awesome. He like broke down a bunch of fights and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like in movies. Well, he is like a traditional mar- martial artist guy, right? Mm-hmm. Like he, you can kind of tell from his more old school striking when it's on the Ultimate Fighter, how it's like very karate style. I don't know if it was karate, but um, oh, am I too loud? Oopsies. Sorry, boys. Nah, <laughs> it's it's ASMR time. He's whispering. No, uh, let me let me put it back on the desk. No, they uh, he's more of a traditional striker. I always kind of those guys are always super interesting to me because. Obviously, I, we, I grew up wrestling, but I did not grow up fucking striking. Like, that's a whole nother world that I don't know. So, I, like, guys like George St. Pierre, who grew up doing that, Stephen Wonderboy, like, I'm always uh, really intrigued by those guys. All right, so let's get into the next fight here. Uh, Ian Gary and Gabe Green. Um, I think this is a very interesting fight. Um, I think Gabe Green is a little actually disrespected on this. Oh, um, 100%. However, however, I do think Ian Gary – is a better fighter, albeit he's been he's been a little underwhelming. You're going to Gabe Green on this? Oh yeah, I, I think th- Gabe yeah. Green's going to give Ian Gary his first loss of the year or his career. Well, and here the, the oh, thing about Ian Gary is such a crazy puzzle to try and solve because he moves so well for how big he is. He is, I think, one of the shiftier guys in the division for how tall he is. Like, how tall is he? Does anyone have a number on that? Six. Hold on. He's a big dude. Six three. Yeah, he is tall. And he can just touch guys from the outside. And he's been so good this um, in his two fights in the UFC at um, you know, staying on the outside and and kind of picking apart 
Um, I think that's kind of what's been his MO so far. And it's also kind of led to a bit of an underwhelming feeling to his career, I think. Um, you know, other than that, that knockout was kind of cool. Is he 2-0 or 3-0? Two, I'll, I'll look right now. In the UFC? Yeah. It's 2-0, he, right? Two, is yeah, 2-0. Two two. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's been a bit underwhelming. I'm not going to lie. Um, however, I do think he does possess more talent than Gabe Green physically. He has more physical tools, I think. Okay. Um, and he's here to take over. Yeah. He did say that, didn't he? He did. He did and he also yeah. did mention, too, in his last fight, his post-interview fight, or his post-fight interview on his last one, he said that he was mad at himself uh, because he felt very underwhelming in that last fight that he had. He felt like he didn't do enough. Um, so I, I don't hate that. But here's where I will disagree with you. You say that his size plays a big advantage here, but Gabe, Gabe Green literally just beat a guy with that exact same size in a longer reach, which is uh, Philip Rowe. And in that Philip Rowe fight, Gabe Green just kept walking forward, kept eating fucking punches, and he just struck him. Like, he just kept going at him. And Philip Rowe... He's not, I, he's not Ian Gary, though. No, I understand yeah, also, that. Also, it's not a good idea to walk through a fire. <laughs> I understand that one wholeheartedly, but... Gabe Green's fight before that fight against Philip Rowe faced off against a guy named Daniel Rodriguez. And Gabe Green ate 115 significant strikes to the face and kept walking forward. Do you lose that fight? How is this helping you, though? There's absolutely no logic in your decision. I'm getting there. I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay. Climbing the tree. I'm getting there. All right. (laughs) Green has constant pressure good leg kicks, and is a better wrestler than Gary in my opinion. I think we saw this in the week's fight against Gary. His legs were getting beat up a lot of the times. Uh, Green has faced a long guy with quick hands like Philip Rowe. And Philip was getting tagged a lot in that fight. And I think that Green is a better version of Weeks. And I think that he eats way more than Weeks. So I think it will be decision win for Green. And he will go in and battle. And I think if he goes in and he constantly stays in the pocket and works him works him down like he did against Philip Rowe, he will win this fight. I have Gabe Green in this. I think he will hand him his first loss. Call me a skeptic of Ian Gary. I think Ian Gary is very good, but I have Gabe Green in this. I think the only way that Ian, I think Ian Gary could get a knockout, but dude, like this guy doesn't go down. Yeah, but also is Rowe, Ian Gary Rowe a better tired. version of Rowe? Rowe got tired so quickly. Yeah. Is Gary a better version of Gary him? has like, much you can better say the cardio. Same thing. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely. I I'm not betting on this, by the way. Oh, I'm. I got Gabe Green. I'm gonna just take a straight money line on this one. He's the underdog. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking straight money on this one. I like Gabe Green in this fight. Uh, that's just me. I mean, this could be my trust me, bro, pick, and you guys can totally go against me on this, and that's totally understandable. Uh, but watching the game green, a couple of Gabe Green's fights, and watching Ian Gary's fights, I like Gabe Green more. That's if I make me, a though. bet, if I make a, you, a bet for you, Ian only Gary, said his name once right, and it's a four-letter word, Gabe. <laughs> I said Gabe. Did I not say Gabe? You keep saying Grave, Gabe, Grave, Grave. Like it's because I'm oh, talking. Grape. I'm sorry. Grape, grape, I'm sorry. strong army, Grape. <laughs> 
Sorry. Like, oh my god! Like I know I'm, I'm not the best at English either, but holy fuck! It's sorry, dude, sorry, sorry. Strong army, strong army. No, great. Don't need to be sorry. I was just like Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I'm struggling a little bit on the English right now, but yeah, it's, like, it's, well, like, it's a little, it's a little of a hot one, but I like my hot takes here. Yeah, we know you do. Um, okay, let's go into the next fight. I'm not going to make a bet on this either because it feels very wrong, dangerous. No. Dangerous. What's the next one you have? Don Cerrone and Jim oh, Miller. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Cowboy baby. Let's go. Oh. oh, Jesus. I I refuse to watch this man go out on his sword. He needs a fucking win. They're both old as shit. God oh, damn it, man. I don't want to see this one. recently, though. I don't want to see this one. I don't want to see it. I either. have to watch it. I don't want to see it either. It's like fucking it. look at their combined fights, dude. There's like a hundred <laughs> fights. <laughs> like, uh, I don't want to see either of them lose. I don't want to see them fight. Like, it's just two legends, man. Can we just make it like go away? Like, I'm sorry, but like Can Cerrone just retire, please. Both no, of them. Both of these the guys will retire him. We all know that. I know. It's just a tough look. Like, honestly, like. I don't want to bet this. I'm probably not going to bet this. I'm probably not even going to watch it because it's just going to be depressing to watch. Um, if you want to make a bet, I mean, I guess just based Jim. off of recency bias, you can do Jim Miller knockout, but no one wants to see Cerrone get knocked out. I would okay. probably, if I'm going to do anything, I'd probably put Jim Miller um, in a parlay with like, I'd probably do like a Jim Miller uh a Jim Miller, Rose Clark, Barber parlay. It was like a three all favorites. A tiny little, yeah. Um, but that's the only that's the only really way I would I would really bother with this. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna touch this fight. Cerrone money line. Fuck it. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I okay. don't care. I'm gonna. This is gonna be the largest wager I make that night too. It's my birthday. I don't give a shit. Fuck yeah. Let's oh, yeah. get a, let's get a Cerrone win for Mike's birthday. <laughs> All right, so put don't, put Jim, don't put my whole fucking paycheck on that shit tomorrow. <laughs> don't put Jim Miller in your parlay. Just do uh, Rose Clark and Macy Barber. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> okay, um, let's get into the featured prelim about uh, Brad Riddell and Jalen Turner. This one is very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I. It's weird saying that the favorite is being, I think, a little bit disrespected here on the odds, but I think he is. I think he should have much shorter odds. Shorter or higher? I think his his number should be lower than a uh, minus one. Like minus one fifteen. He should be like a minus like two hundred. I think. Oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah, he I, is so good. Yeah, the tarantula. I have him by knockout. <laughs> I also have him by knockout too. Yeah, that, Brad Riddell gets hit a lot. Yeah. And he starts and slow. That yes. Jalen Turner's got power. Yes. And he's like, and he's like shifty and he's calm and composed. And his unreal timing on his strikes. Like unreal timing on his strikes. What a I, nickname, too. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, you touched it perfectly. Like Riddell's like, he's hectic at times. Like he like he chucks a little bit sometimes and then he just gets hit. And it's a little scary to watch sometimes if you're a Riddell fan. Um, but yeah, I, I think Turner gets the win here. I don't, I honestly don't know if it's a knockout because Riddell doesn't get knocked out a lot. I mean, the only reason he got knocked out in that last one was because Fazeev just hit him with the perfect timing on a wheel kick, spinning wheel kick. Like, 
that was an unreal kick from Fazeev. And that dude's fast as fuck. Um, but if Fazeev is a he's a future contender. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh I think Turner could pull out a decision win here, honestly. I'm I mean, his odds are pretty low, so I might even just put him in a parlay. Uh <laughs> But, I feel like we're just saying that about every fight. No, Let's yeah. It abs- <laughs> well, it's so hard to bet this card too because there's so many like the odds aren't like really great on either side for what you want to bet on. But like, I, I I'll probably do Jalen Turner, put him in a fat parlay with a bunch of other people, and just have fun with it. Or if I really want to, really want to do it, I might just put him in a decision win as well. Yeah, if you're if you're feeling nutty, the uh, Jalen Turner decision is plus five hundred. His knockout is plus one forty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean the plus five hundred is just huge. Yeah, yeah, that that nice little saucy dollars. What <laughs> there is the Jalen Turner win by knockout or decision minus one twenty, which is probably what I'd do. Minus one twenty yeah. for a knockout or decision. Wait, his odds for his his double that chance is worse than the odds for. His money line? I have him at 115 on my money line. Really? Yeah. It's minus 135. I have him minus 145 right now. Oh. oh. I'd have to open it again. I'm just going. This is on DraftKings for me. I made this one yesterday, so it might have changed, but I had him at 115. Minus 115. So. I don't know. We, we could just kind of like keep that. I would say keep Jalen Turner in your back pocket and kind of either look through his money line. I would like his decision and knockout combined prop just put a decent amount of money on that that'd be nice yeah just maybe put like 1.2 units on it so that way you can kind of balance out the juice mm-hmm. um i don't know so that i think that would be i think it's an interesting prop to kind of look at like the the decision one i think is interesting too the plus 500 because like you said riddell doesn't get knocked out but unfortunately he just did though yeah so. he did just get knocked out but like i said that was like the most perfect like spinning heel kick he could have ever gotten against him like from Fazeev. So, and Fazeev was setting that up the entire night. He was just getting body, body, kick to the body, spinning wheel kick to the body, spinning wheel kick to the body. And then finally just went up to the head and Rodello just wasn't ready for it. And also too, that was a battle of a fight too. That was an awesome fight. Um, Okay. So let's, that'll wrap up the 276 prelims part of our show um and now it's time for an ad read whoosh try the best tasting drink in the world miles teller dj kaigo and ricky fowler love the taste so much they bought a part of the company a drink you can enjoy anytime its award-winning taste is described as sparkling citrus with real liquor nothing like those malt seltzers and it's gluten-free get the long drink at liquor stores or visit thelongdrink.com to find a case near you look for a bright blue can or one of their other distinctive flavors Find out why Finland was voted the happiest country on the earth. Long drink. Whoosh. Cheers. So, cheers. Yeah. All right, Mike. That was, it is DJ Kaigo, though. Kaigo. It's literally just Kaigo. I don't know. They, I don't know. Okay, whatever. They're the sponsor. They give it to <laughs> I didn't type that out. <laughs> okay. They mistyped it then. Whatever. They're the oh sponsor. They give it they want. It's DJ Kaigo. You mean it's Kaigo? I'm not even going to argue with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what are his songs? I've never actually heard one of his songs. It's like, uh, it's EDM. Or like, um, it's not EDM. It's fucking, I'm sorry. 
house here i'm gonna google it i Wait, know I'm, i've listened to it all EDM the time guy and it's dj kygo are they saying dj as in like he's a dj well okay so if you google him it's kygo Nor- norwegian dj yeah so they're saying the dj kygo yeah so edm right. tropical house deep house okay it's good stuff honestly great workout songs Huh. I'll also kind of look into that. I've never, I've never heard his name before. To be honest, like I know who the other guys are. I mean, obviously Miles Teller is uh, is Matt was he Mavericks kid? Mm-hmm. I have no fucking idea. Yeah, the, I need, the still new... need to see that movie. I've never seen the original. Have you guys seen the original? No. Parts of the I, original. I I gotta be honest, man. I'm not a big Tom Cruise guy. Neither am I. So, but I kind of I do like Miles of, Teller. So I kind of buy into mom's um thing about Tom Cruise. I don't know what that is. He always has to be the good guy. So what? There's a lot of people like that. Yeah, but like he always has to be like the man. Like at least like there. I know actors who like are always the good guy, but like they'll be conflicted characters. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like one guy who comes to mind is like Adam Sandler. Like he's always the good guy. He's always the main dude. But like you think of movies like um, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Like he's conflicted in that movie. Like um, I was gonna say. Um, Mr. Deeds when he like walks away from the company. Um, there's Billy Madison. Yeah. Click where he's not like the best mm-hmm. person the entire time. Basically, he's like a terrible dad at one point. Um, yeah. I mean, I get that. But like there's always a style to everyone, especially when like, it comes to acting. The whole Scientology thing. Scientology, if you're listening. Yeah, to this, but he stepped away me. from that. I'm pretty come sure. Come and get so, me, bro. Uh, right uh, you know what? Here, here's the problem I have with Tom Cruise. And as a short king, I speak for all of us, <laughs> I think. <laughs> this man is 5'7", okay? That's the same height as me. I'm 5'8 in shoes. Regardless, I don't remember what movie it is. It's probably one of the Mission Impossibles where he's literally standing on a fucking soapbox the entire movie maybe not actual soapbox but like a, an elevated surface because the woman is taller than him in the movie that is like, come on bro up. own your shit dude. yeah that is kind You're of tiny up. it's okay own yeah. it yeah do it for the short kings yeah honestly the short kings you represent us terribly that's facts no i i can agree with scientology that. you fucking weirdo well i don't think he's a scientologist anymore i, I think he stepped away from that i don't care Fair sure enough. he did. Sure. Wrong. That's what he wants you to Wrong. think, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, man. All, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, like, you don't have to like him, but obviously he's successful for some reason. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Because the cult put him there, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> they literally chose his wife for him. It did? Oh, yeah, they were, like, putting women through, like, trials and stuff. <laughs> Fill out the applications. <laughs> Well, you can't really make fun of arranged marriage like that. No, it's not arranged not... marriage if it's like they're like, oh, this woman is like, blah, blah, like they were like shredding them away based on like really weird things. It's it's like this whole like weird like documentary. Like he was like dating this girl and the, basically the church had to vet her. Okay. Anyways, all right. Let's get. <laughs> let's play name that state. You went on a large. <laughs> let's play. There. Let's yeah, play name that state. Shout out long drink. Thank you. Thank you, long drink. We'll have Thank to you. edit out the part where uh, Mike gets frustrated about DJ Kyle something wrong. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
right, Flynn, let's play name that state. Um, if you guys haven't heard this before, I name off in a news article um, that we found on the internet, and these two guys have to guess on what state it is. Um, okay, so a blank man hid cherry pies under women's car tires to see them bend over. <laughs> oh. All right, before we get into this, let me let me make a statement. I would, I would, and I'm going to emphasize, I would do this prank, but for the sheer fact of watching people actually run over pies, not for the fucking reason this guy did it. Like, how funny would that shit be? You put four pies under the tires, they back out. How do you not see that, though? What? How would you not see? Oh, wait, you mean like one under each tire? Yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 actually do it for the prank, not to be a creep. You know what I mean? No, I I, I understand. (laughs) Let's put a name that state. <laughs> God, that's the ultimate bonk horny jail ever. <laughs> He's too horny to be left alive. <laughs> uh um cherry pie. Okay, that's weird. I mean, I really have not a fucking clue. This could be anywhere. There's creeps all over the world. Yeah, but it has to be in America. Yeah, it's it, we've we've kind of established it's always in America. I would let you know if it was a different country. We'd play name that country instead. That's true. Which honestly would be a which lot. Which kind of feels it feels a little like that'd be a lot harder. That's like a, that well, kind of you have thing. to give us a region of the world. Yeah, and then it also feels like we'd be just like generalizing, kind of. In yeah, the, no, and not as good of a sense. Even though we're generalizing states, but yeah. <laughs> but at least we live here. It's our piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> All right, give me some states, guys. Um, dude, this could be fucking anywhere. Uh, this is a hard one. Illinois. Do you, you, do you guys a want hint? a region? Do you can want you a region? Us, yeah, can you give us a hint? All right, a Great Lake. Great Lake State. Illinois. I'm sticking with it. I feel like when I hear Great Lake, the only thing I think of is Michigan for some reason. Michigan man hides cherry oh, pies under the There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first win. All right. So Saginaw man, Kurt Michael Fulton was arrested and charged with aggravated stalking uh, as a habitual offender. Uh, That's a thing? Yeah. The the article states that Fulton would wait at his car whilst an unsuspecting female victim parked their car in the Target uh, parking lot. The victim would then exit their vehicle and enter the store. As it happened, Fulton would would run over, place various items in front or behind the tires of the car, including items such as laptops, VCR tapes, and McDonald's cherry pies before running back to his car to get a better vantage point. Uh, the police were called after a woman ran over a laptop. Jesus. I didn't even say it. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't I, I probably shouldn't consider that one because you gave me that pretty much. Um, but yeah, I still take it. Fuck all of you. It's I'm the win. best. Dubs Got a dub. fucking hot streak, baby. <laughs> so put that up on the uh, on the scoreboard. Mike or Alex is winning one nothing. Oh, Mike, has, Mike, has, like, one Mike has one. Yeah, yeah, Mike has one. I don't remember also, what state Mike, it was. I think Mike I think also Georgia. got like yeah. Mike also got like half a point one time. Yeah, uh, when Brian was on last time. Yeah, I think so. I, I said I uh, was at Hershey's. I was like oh, yeah. Georgia, but I knew the company <laughs> just the wrong state. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go into their question of the day. It's a real simple one. Okay, 
but I think you guys might have some varying viewpoints on this. I'm not sure. I feel like we're going to have the same fucking answer. I'm a little, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't do enough research on this. We'll find out. We'll find out. Okay. Would you rather be a pirate or a ninja and why? Go ahead, Alex. Ninja. Pirate Ted Scurvy. There's no fucking argument here. (laughs) Pirate Ted Scurvy. Pirates literally had to live on an ocean. I can't fucking live on an ocean. Fuck that, dude. I get seasick. Yeah. Thank you. I get fucking seasick all the fucking time. Dude, I was on a fucking big cruise. We had to wear those stupid bracelets so I didn't fucking yak every single time. And me and you went deep deep sea fishing once, and I was in the middle of the boat fucking yakking my brains out. Yeah, that wasn't fun. No, I think ninjas are way fucking cooler. Yeah. I mean, you work under the stealth of night and assassinate. I mean, the training regiment would be way harder. Like for a pirate, you just have to be a fucking pirate. But like that yeah. would fucking suck. I don't want to have scurvy. I don't want to have all this shit. That would fucking suck dick. Like yeah, but also, awful. you get to hunt treasure. You're like Nathan yeah. Drake. Cool. I'll I, go. I'll go assassinate someone and take all their fucking money. Yeah. That's not I, what ninjas do. Cover of darkness. I'm a ninja. But That's the, a pirate. Yeah, but the thing is though, with like a pirate, like how a pirate's like a gold miner. Like in my opinion, in my sense. There's only so much you can actually go for until you run out of treasure or even worse. There's so many people who are already doing it to the point where you're not going to actually get a lot of money out of it. At least a ninja is like cool. And like, it's like, I have some repertoire. And also let's, let's uh, take another vantage point here. Me, Alex likes Naruto, right? Yeah. No, I also like, I don't watch fucking, I don't watch one piece. Okay. I don't want to be a pirate. I want to be a goddamn ninja. I want to be Naruto. I mean, if I had those, if I had one piece's guys like powers, that'd be pretty sick. Yeah, like, I wouldn't. But we're just going like, like strictly just based off like with no powers. Yeah, no, yeah. obviously, but no, like ninja all the way. Like not, not a question in my mind, and, and mainly because of the seasick and scurvy thing. I just like ninjas. <laughs> that too, ninjas are sick. So, what I about you, like Andrew? We were gonna what have do you the got? Same answer. Like, I was driving home from work today, and I'm like, oh wait, I actually have to like think about this question. And then I literally go, no, I don't. I know what I want to be. And I'm pretty sure Alex is going to say the same thing as me. Yeah. <laughs> Weebs all the way, baby. Yeah. Let's go. Um, I'm not going to disagree with you guys, but for argument's sake, I'm going to argue for the side of the pirate just because, <laughs> come on, man. We need, sick, we need like, equal representation on this podcast. Come on. That would be kind of <laughs> sick. Just being a pirate. Pirates lives dude. matter. Pirate lives dude, matter. Alex. We played Assassin's Creed Black Flag. That was like one of the greatest Assassin's Creed games. But he's and you technically get to be a, a ninja, bro. The time. <laughs> no, he's a pirate. He he's stole. technically a ninja. But the, but you cannot tell me that Assassin's Creed is not a ninja that plays various different characters. Well, in all fairness, though. <laughs> characters. In all fairness. <laughs> to, uh, in all fairness. In Organization. Black Flag, okay, shout out Biz. In all fairness, in Black Flag, a lot of that game was centralized around the boat mechanics of that game. Yeah, but you could do that too. If you're a pirate, you fight with your boat. No, I'm not. I'm agreeing with you, Andrew. I'm helping you on this one. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm saying to Mike, like, so he wasn't really more ninja. He was definitely more piratey in that one. But the rest of the games for Assassin's Creed were all like kind of. If you played it like a ninja, you could easily play like a ninja if you really yeah. wanted to. Yeah, that was, that was more so my. my but also, so, like, if you're, if and you're I, never, love, I love those games, but I never owned them. Like, I would yeah. just go to buddies' houses and play. And I fell in love with Ezio Auditori, Da Friense. I don't know if I said that right. Probably not. I jumped, I butchered the fuck. Probably just butchered the Italian language a little I'm bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, um, I fell in love with the original, not original. I fell in love with Assassin's Creed 2. I love, fell in love with Ezio. So I would do ninja all the way. Now, if you did Assassin versus Ninja, it might be a different story. Yeah. 
Really? Well, aren't they technically one of the same? No, not necessarily. No. Uh, we'd have to do a lot of history research. Yeah. Well, the assassins were a real thing. Yeah. But they weren't like Assassin's Creed assassins. No, they no. kind of did it for their own selfish reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. You, like you, guys, you guys remember when you were like, what? I was probably like seven years old. So you guys were like 10, 11 years old. You guys remember the show Deadliest Warrior? Yes. Yeah, dude, that show is when you, so sick. Yeah, when you asked that question, the first thing on my mind is, wasn't that a Deadliest Warrior episode? But it wasn't. It was I think a it was pirate like, versus. <laughs> yeah, it was like pirate versus samurai or some dumb shit like that. What I would I would picture it kind of being like the Indiana Jones scene with the guy with the sword, just like and he's like waving it around, and, and then Indiana yeah, yeah. just comes and just shoots him in the fucking yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, like when I. When you said that, when you sent that question to us for us to like kind of think about it, the first thing I thought was, God, this has to have been the Deadliest Warrior episode. No way it wasn't. Because I remember binge watching the fuck out of that show. I love on, on Spike TV. Yeah. Now yeah, it's the on peak the, of television. Now it's on Amazon Prime. So is it really? Mm-hmm. Like old episodes, not new ones, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, there's no new episodes. They they okay. discontinued the show. Oh well, yeah. Okay. I so thought, I thought you, that. But you you guys brought up Naruto, but like also. Well, I like the pirate movies, like Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, and they were facing scary ass shit that entire time, and yeah. constantly being chased by the law. Like, and all they had was a fucking boat and some swords. Like, fuck that. If I'm a ninja, at least I can be sneaky and a, with the fucking and a, a there. pistol that takes five minutes to reload. Yeah. Efficiency, ninja star. Yeah, I just have a fucking <laughs> shuriken, bro. Like, just you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck that shit. Like. I'm not gonna lie to you. I would pick Ninja too. I was just kind of. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, you're playing the devil's advocate. This is a pro Ninja podcast. I'm yeah. always playing. I feel like I'm always the devil's advocate because you guys agree way too often. I need we more do. conflict out of you guys. Hey, you guys are high We're high out, Real quick, shout out to my boss because I told her about this question. I, she can attest to it. I said that me and Alex were gonna agree on this. <laughs> I know my boy. Okay, is she a listener? <laughs> uh, frequently, yes. Uh, hello, One Mike's boss. Us. Yeah. One of us. One of <laughs> okay. us. Okay. All right, Alex. All right. All right. Um, let's get into our Mount Rushmore segment. Um, I I'm wanted a little to do... confused by this one, so you might have to explain so a little. Basically, what I wanted to do was um, things that you kind of think are like overrated about the fourth, like things that are just way overblown. Uh, it's a tough subject. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. I don't really know. Uh, like mm. things are overblown. Things that you think, like, okay, like if if we didn't do this this year, or do you want to do the opposite? Things that like you look forward to about Fourth of July. I don't care. It that really would be that. easier for me, for yeah. sure. Because honestly, like I'm thinking about it. I've been thinking about it for a while since you've given me the outline, and I honestly don't have shit for this. Yeah, I don't know. I just I enjoy it. I love it. It's been, it's the only holiday where like I don't have to be with my family. That sounds bad. But <laughs> if I'm with my family, I'm at least drunk as fuck with my family. Yeah. Like, it's more of a party than like, oh, sit in your turtleneck and act proper. Yeah. Like, I, like, like I'm with I'm with the boys. Like half of them are Canadian. It doesn't even fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> they don't give a shit. They just want to party. Yeah. And see fireworks. That's true. Yeah, actually, there's not really much I don't like about the 4th of July. Like, I was kind of going to I was gonna kind of go off the cuff of this. Like, I was probably going to say, like, your neighbor that shoots fireworks off on the 6th of July when it's a weeknight and you have to go to bed, but it's 3 in the morning. Uh, well, that's like, I I don't understand. You want to know what's funny, though? After 4th of July, 
it's at least a month leeway afterwards where it's just guys just randomly shooting off fireworks like throughout the year throughout that month because like they didn't use them or they're like oh fuck like you know fourth of july hype we saw cool fireworks let's send some off ourselves like you know what i mean like uh, i never really understood that it's just it annoys me when i'm trying to sleep and then it's like oh you're trying to sleep you and the rest of the neighborhood are trying to sleep guess what fireworks show bang yeah just not ideal so Uh, yeah let's switch that because i think we'd have a lot more to talk about on stuff we look forward to the most for fourth of july sounds boring though okay fine what is could skip it just say we love the fourth of july <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah that's true like we love america <laughs> hot dogs beer my birthday it's not the same date but i loop it in i never make it about me but whatever i do on the fourth is what i do for my birthday um international fight week is always fourth of july weekend and it's always like this yeah, you know well, who's in Vegas right now? Who? Jay. Really? Yeah, he's there for a league convention for the ECHL. Ooh. And that's sick. I was like, dude, you gotta you gotta like stick around for the fights or like go to like the fight week convention or whatever. And he's like, nah, like you can't do that, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, like how what do you mean? Like your their associated team is the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. And know. he's not even going to, he's not going to go. But like they said, like if he could, he's flying back Saturday, um, like at 11 a.m. Disappointed in you. It's tough. But like th- he didn't pay for the flight. So if he were to stay, he'd have to pay for his own flight. That yeah. makes sense. Okay. I get it a little bit, but if well, like, we were, if we were you... ever going to go to a fight card in Vegas, I would would have wanted it to be this one just because it falls on my birthday. Too. Hang on. Wait a minute. Mike, did you just did you just think of something right here? What? Did you just think of well, oh my god, are we going to Vegas right now? Sadly and not sadly, I have prior engagements that I've agreed to in which that's, I will I refuse to cancel. That's nice, buddy. That's nice, buddy. We're still we're kidnapping your ass. Uh, okay. Take me to don't, Vegas. Why don't I don't even know where I live. <laughs> why don't we do this next year? Why don't we plan? Why don't we like save up some money, plan up for next year, hit up an international fight week? It probably won't. Well, let's see. Four hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars a ticket. Who says no? I don't think me. I have four hundred dollars in my bank account. <laughs> I, get, I, get, I get paid tomorrow. My rent is due the same fucking day. Yeah, I get paid tomorrow. It's immediately going to go to like groceries and gas and all yeah. that other stuff. So I don't think I can afford that either. However, I like that idea, Alex. That's what I'm saying. Let's save up. Like it doesn't even have to be next year. We can do two years from now. Like let's let's. You could do next year. My let's birthday will be that Sunday. Yeah, let's save up. Let's go to International Fight Week. It'd be fun. Like we don't even have to stay for the full week though. That would be that'd be nice. But you know, let's do that. Save up our money for the Saturday. Just go yeah. fucking ham on betting. We have press credentials by then too. That'd be sick. Oh, no, that that's not sick. gonna be sick. That's what's <laughs> gonna happen. We're gonna become a highly touted UFC betting podcast. <laughs> well, if I keep losing the way I am, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. It's okay. There's people that lose in all podcasts. It's okay. No, I'm just the loser. I'm the loser host. No, no, don't say. I'm that. I'm the guy that like everyone makes fun of. I'm like the. Uh, no, uh, you're not Skip Bayless. Calm down. You mean Drip Bayless? <laughs> he has the world's uh, short. He has the world's uh, lowest microwave in his kitchen. <laughs> it's a it's a ball warmer. 
<laughs> okay. All right. Let's get back on topic here. Let's talk about the 76, 276 main card. Let's fucking go. Oh, yeah. The main card's going to be late. I don't know how many times Mike wants to drop that it's his birthday in this card, but happy birthday to Mike. Happy That's birthday, this Mike. card. That, yeah. and I'm kind of happy I'm, they I'm, took away the Misha Tate, uh, Lauren Murphy part of this. I'm not going to lie to you. Agreed. Agreed. That was going to be <laughs> boring. Yeah, because didn't uh, didn't Lauren Murphy get COVID? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, they rescheduled it for the end of July. They rescheduled it for the fight card in Long Island. And honestly, think not thank God, but I'm kind of surprised that Bobby Green and Jim Miller was even ever a fight for this too. Yeah, I didn't want to see that. <laughs> no, I think Bobby Green would have smoked him. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. like. Uh, anyways, off topic. Anyways, let's get let's back get into it. it. All right, so first Before fight. I the P. <laughs> the first fight on the card is going to be Pedro Munoz as a plus one or two fifty uh, dog against Sean O'Malley's minus three hundred favorite. Um, this one is, man, all these fights are so like interesting in their own weird ways. And, um, yeah. I think this is weird because of the way that like their two their careers are kind of like. Their trajectory of their, their two careers have been so different recently, but also against varying levels of competition. Mm-hmm. No, I could I could not agree with you more. Um, this is definitely going to be O'Malley's big test, I would say, in terms of whoa, who whoa, he's... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Or first Don't, big test. Whoa, whoa, yeah. First no, big no, no, test. No. Second big test. He failed his first big test. Oh, against Cheeto. Put yeah. some respect on Cheeto's name. No, oh, you're yeah, right. Sorry. You're right. Yeah. I, 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 no, 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 no. He's still undefeated, man. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, you're right. I, yeah. I that one kind of slipped my mind for a second. Very sorry. Um, no, yeah, this is like his second big test in this fight in his uh, UFC career. Um, it's uh, this should be a very interesting fight. I don't see how the Sean O'Malley Dick Riders are thinking he's going to get a knockout here. But it. fuck it. <laughs> I don't know. Confirm, confirm Mike Rush is a uh, Sean O'Malley dick rider. <laughs> I do, honestly, God, like uh, you guys knew, know my opinion on him. I used to hate him. I've really come around to him. I've I, in, as much as I hated him or disliked him, I still bet him to win by knockout every fucking time. Yeah. Well, so, no, like, I'm going to keep doing it until I lose. <laughs> that's fair. And like the but, thing is, like, I'm not saying that, like, I'm not trying to say that it's not impossible. No, yeah, no, I get, I get I'm, that. I'm just more saying the sense of like people that think it's going to be a guaranteed knockout for Sean O'Malley no, no. are psychotic. Yeah, no, 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 no. I get your point. I get Absolutely your point. psychotic. I mean, that dude Pedro Munoz just eats. Like he just he just takes damage. Like it's nothing. It's kind of unreal to watch sometimes. Uh, I mean, you saw it in the Dominic Cruz fight, like. It was, by the way, same card. They both fought on that card, both last time they fought. Sorry, kind of threw that out that there. That was the uh, Sean O'Malley-Chris Montino fight, right? No, that was the no. Raleigh and uh, Paiva. Oh, Paiva, yeah. Yeah. Uh, both against, it was the Oliveira Poirier card, 268. All right, uh, 269. Was it 269? I thought it was 268. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right uh, now. 269. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, no, that fight was I I don't think it's gonna be a knockout, 
That being said, I still think Sugar Sean's got this one. I think he's going to get a decision win here. Um, it would think... be something different. Yeah, I mean, he has a couple decision wins in his in his career. He even has, I think, his first fight in the UFC was a decision win, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, um, I'd have to look. But it's not unheard of. And the, Pedro doesn't get knocked out. I don't think he's actually ever been knocked out in the UFC yet, if I'm not mistaken. I'd have to look at that, too. I have no idea. He has not. Yeah, it's all of his losses have been by decision. And he's faced some killers in terms of, like, He's O'Malley's only been to two decisions. Yeah. And he's won them both. Yeah. Like he's faced Jose Aldo. He faced Dominic Cruz, Frankie Edgar, Aljo, Aljo like, and I mean, he has been, hasn't, he wasn't knocked out by Rob Font, Cody Garbrandt, and Jose Aldo. Yeah. He actually knocked out Cody Garbrandt and right. choked out <laughs> Rob Font. Yeah. So I don't see, I don't see, Sean O'Malley knocking him out. So I do like the decision. Um, um, or also putting O'Malley kind of in a parlay as like a parlay stuffer. Yeah, it'll probably be on a Mike's hard man guard, quite possibly, but we'll Uh-oh. have to see on that one. We'll have to wait for him to kind of on that one, but we'll wait on we'll wait on that one. We'll get a little ahead of ourselves. But no, I think O'Malley has a lot of speed on him, and he's very accurate with the shots, and he's got good length. I mean, Muno struggled against. Dominic Cruz's like movement at times and he was struggling with his movement. I thought, yeah, movement is something Sean O'Malley does really well. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. Yeah, hundred percent. I think, like you said, Malley's a lot faster than than Munoz. I think it's going to be a nice, easy decision win. Will he get a knockout? I'm not saying he's not going to. It could definitely happen. Um, But like I said, uh, Pedro's just just eats too much and he constantly goes forward. So it's the only way that he wins is if he makes it a dog fight. It's the only way Pedro wins in my opinion. He has to make it a dog fight. He's got to get it dirty. I don't think he's going to be able to catch him. No, I don't think so either. Sorry about that. It's okay. So yeah, we were just saying that uh, we think Sugar Sean's got this one in the bag, but Pedro Munoz has never been knocked out in his career. He's only lost through decisions. Okay. Um, and the only way that Pedro has a chance of winning is if he makes it a dog fight. Yeah. But will I don't know. There's something and I, I don't even like admitting this because I'm still, you know, I jump back and forth on the fence. You know, I just think he finds the fucking button and the, I don't know. I don't know how he does it. I don't understand it. It's so clean. It's so nice. I have him winning. I mean, I'm hoping it's a knockout because I'm betting it. But I think he's gonna win. Wrong, you're wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Yeah, wrong. I mean, you saw the punch. I mean, if you watched that last fight against Dominic Cruz, like you saw the way yeah, O'Malley's power is way different than O'Malley or than Cruz's. No, hundred percent. And I, I, I don't disagree with that. But the thing is, like Dominic Cruz is like just as shifty as O'Malley, and maybe even probably shifty. more shifty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he got this. He's got good speed on him. And I mean, Pedro was struggling with that. Like the first round, he caught Dominic Cruz. I remember that because I remember I bet Dominic Cruz that night. And Dominic Cruz got pieced up in that first round. But after that, 
he he found his rhythm, he found his groove, and he got him in the next two rounds pretty easily, pretty convincingly too. So I just don't see uh, Pedro coming on top here. I just don't. I, I think O'Malley gets a decision win. I don't know if he hits that button. For your sake, I hope he does. But for my sake, I hope he gets a decision here. I, I will say real quick, then my last thing on this one, I kind of do hope that it is a dogfight. Um, just to kind of like, like, yeah, O'Malley's been tested before. Like, he's gone to decisions, but I kind of want to see him in deep waters. Yeah. Like, that might sound bad. Like, I hope, you know, oh, they have a bloodbath war. Like, no, nah, not really in that aspect. More like I want to see. You want to see wanna, how he does. You want to see the I, test. I, I want to see his balls. Put put your balls on the table. What do they look like? Yeah. You want to see what? Meta- <laughs> metaphorically. Pause. You know what I fucking mean. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I, I, I could agree with you on that yeah. one, too. Like, I definitely think that it would. Be interesting to see how he and does. to open the card like that too. Mike yeah. is such a dick rider. He wants to see Sean O'Malley's balls. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. I'll give you that. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was good. I like that one. Uh, <laughs> that's the name of the title. Hello. Um, uh, <laughs> show us your balls. <laughs> show us your balls, O'Malley. Show us your dash, dick. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go into the next fight. Robbie Lawler and Brian Barbarena. Um, this was moved into the main card in place of the Lauren Murphy uh, Misha Tate omission. Um, so, Alex, you're shaking your head over there. It sounds looks like you got some thoughts on this. Dude, I don't want to fucking touch this fight. Both of these guys thought. are just like, we're talking about dog fights. Like, fuck. Like, yeah. Both yeah. these guys are like this. Like, and you don't know who's going to get like clipped here, like one way or another. Like, yeah, Brian Barbarena, Bar- Barbarena. Probably farmer. He's still like we saw his last fight against Matt Brown. I mean, we awesome, were they were there. That was an awesome fight to watch. Uh and it, it's just scary to look at, dude. It's scary to bet those like this guy, especially against someone who also likes dog fights like Robbie Lawler. Like, I just don't see who wins this one. I don't. Like, I genuinely don't. Like, if you want to go by age, like Brian, like he's the younger guy, he's got a little more, maybe a little more pep in his step. But that would never been a, that's never really been an issue with Lawler because he's a guy that lets people come into him, like come to him. You know, he's the kind of guy that lets like pe- I know I pause, pause. That's why I stopped myself. Okay. <laughs> he lets people he lets people approach him. That better. He lets people approach him and get into those fights. He doesn't really initiate from what I've seen, except for maybe that Diaz fight. That was a little different. But um it more seems like that. Brian is the type of guy that's going to be start initiating a lot of the fights here, initiating a lot of the striking, and then it's just going to be really scary from there. Barbara ran a money line. Oh, I, I love I love Robbie Lawler, but um, I got I I need an underdog on the main card. So yeah, I mean yeah, I mean that's really all I got for it. I it's probably going to be a war, probably going to be a bloodbath, but yeah, I yeah. gotta pick one. It, I don't. It, <laughs> I don't like picking either of them. So yeah, I'm just gonna my, sit back and watch this one. Yeah, my initial instinct is also uh, Brian Barbarena or Barb yeah. Barbarena. Jesus, we'll Christ. just call him Barb. Yeah. All Barb. right. Well, bam, bam. if that's the case, I'm going Robbie Aller. It's another. Hey, let's go. Knockout. Devil's avocado. If that's the case, you can suck my dick, bitch. Jeez, he's <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, I don't. I'm not actually going to bet this. Like maybe I'll put in like a main card parlay. Maybe I'll follow Mike's main card, the Mike card, the Mike card, main card, the rack card. Uh, but 
no, I, I don't really have. I don't really want to pick this one. I'm not betting this one. If we're going strictly um, off momentum. Let's go Bam Bam. But yeah, I love both of them too. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's move into the third fight. Uh, Sean Strickland minus 115 against Alex Pereira minus 105. Oh, all right. I'm gonna. I just want to get this off my chest because I honestly think if Sean Strickland shows up with a brain. This should be easy money. And it sounds fucking insane. Obviously, Alex Pereira's got takedown defense, but Sean Strickland's on another level than that. If he wants to stand with him, he's probably going to lose. If he doesn't stand with him, it's three rounds, three to nothing. Yeah. Uh, that, that's that's all I have on it. And it. But I just hope he shows up with the brain. That's, that's all I hope. I don't care if this fight's entertaining. I don't care. Like... If he beats him, he has a reason to call Izzy out. Obviously, if he loses, he doesn't. Um, as good as Pereira is, he's only had two fights in the UFC. Um, you know, like, hey, Izzy, I beat the guy that knocked you out or whatever. Like, you can say that and you're, you're next. Um, if if Izzy wins. Uh, but we'll get into that later. But yeah, just show up with the brain. Um, go to the ground. And I'm pretty sure you're going to win this fight. That's, yeah. that's all I have to say. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, too, like you can make the argument that uh, Pereira had good takedown defense in his last fight against. Mm -hmm. uh, I know who you're talking about. I'll I'll look it up. It's Bruno Silva. Yeah, Bruno Silva. But Bruno Silva, that's not his game. No, it's not not where he specializes. And it's like, yeah, like he took the he he stood he stood a dude up like that. He got under hooks. He looked real good in that. And when he did when he did get taken down like once or twice, he got immediately right back up. Sure. Mm-hmm. But Strickland's on, like you said, Strickland's on a whole different level. Like in his, his ground game and his wrestling game is very, very underrated in my opinion. Yeah. Like it's if extreme. he chooses to do it, like it's a, it's a way to win. If he chooses not to, God, he'd be so mad. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do I, I have to do bet all the main cards? This is so stupid. <laughs> you don't have to. It's literally a set of rules that you made up. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but no, I agree with you, Mike. I think that Strickland should be able to take him down. You know, maybe get some ground and pound in, maybe win the fight early if he wants. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go Sean Strickland. It's a pick 'em, so you don't like. Yeah. If you want to do like a winning thing, you can do decision win for Strickland. Uh, if you're, a, but I don't really see Pereira like counteracting him on his wrestling. And if he does, I, I think I think the I think his through. counter. I think his counter would be his kicks. Yeah. 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 And he's he's definitely known for his oh, fuck. Uh, so his brutal. kickboxing ability. They're so uh, brutal. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think what we're looking at right now is a guy is like a touch him up boxer who has some solid um, jujitsu skills against a just pure kickboxer. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. Like I'm, I I think Mike said it really well in that this fight can go either way. It's it's a coin flip on the odds for a reason. Yeah. And it's going to really depend on whether or not Sean Strickland can get this fight to the ground. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. He has no fucking reason to take this fight. Strickland? He's ranked number. Yeah, he is ranked yeah. number four in the world. He doesn't have to take this. Well, he could have So a quick it. shout out. Obviously, Alex Pineda is a name that everybody that's a hardcore fan and hopefully more people are getting to know because he is going to be around. And he's going to eventually, I hope he does fight Izzy in MMA because I think that'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, 
he doesn't have to take this fight. He took it. He's a savage, even though yeah. he's he is fucking weird. <laughs> Agreed. I, think, I, I I agree. He didn't have to take this fight, but I think it. I, I, I wouldn't frame it in a sense that it doesn't benefit him because, no. like you said, if yeah, he does yeah. get this win, he's next in line. Yeah, and, and even though he's unranked, he can still say, "Oh, I beat the guy that beat you." You know, yeah. like, and that's enough. Not that Izzy ever gets going. Like, Izzy always plays the game, and that would be perfect for it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But he has a job to do first, too. So Yeah, and I mean, like, this is a very big if, and I don't think it'll happen. If it does stay on the feet, the only way that I think Strickland would be able to maybe pull out a win is if he makes it a wild fight. Yeah, he's got to make it a war. Yeah. Not that Perez has been worse before, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's so it, it, there's a reason it's a pick him. And that's why I tough. said, yeah, and that's why I said maybe. Because you, yeah. I mean, like I said, like you've seen Pereira, like, eat shots and then immediately just come back with a nice, like, one-two combo or just like come right back at even harder at them. Like it's just, it would be so hard to try and counteract his stand-up game in that sense. If you're Strickland, yeah. mm-hmm. especially someone who's like kind of like Strickland where he kind of just keeps moving forward, kind of constantly puts the pressure on like prayer just needs to like use his good footwork, keep the distance and just fucking kick box his way out of it. Essentially. Like, you know, I, I just don't see this happening. Um, if they if Strickland tries to have an ego here and stay on the feet, yeah, I'm very excited for it though. It'll yes, be, absolutely. I think it'll be a really good one. Absolutely, another great test for Pereira to see yeah. where he's at. So, okay, let's go into the co main event of the evening. It'll be the featherweight title fight. Yes, um, basically the one that we've been waiting for for how many has it been a year now? About, I yeah, do believe so. Yes, yeah, just about. And it seems like everyone we put in front of every every guy that they put in front of Alexander Volkanovsky, Volkanovsky just kind of throws him to the side and is like, bring me someone who is actually challenging. It's been two years. And unfortunately for him, it's still Max Holloway. Yeah. <laughs> and I am like, this this is I think the I think this is more of like the hardcore's main event. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you've seen the first two fights, you know it's like it could be it's standalone main event any any other time, mm-hmm. any other time. Honestly, but it's it could international even, fight week. Yeah, and honestly, it can even like say you can even say that this should be the main event. Um, but yeah, like the, well, it always goes by weight, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, yeah, no, sense, I, I get your point, I just, right? Like in the sense of like it's excitement. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, like. Dude, it's hard to bet against Volkanovski in this fight. Like, we've seen it happen twice now. And, like, I love Holloway. Actually, I think Holloway was one of the first fighters I actually fell in love with in terms of watching him fight. Um, He's always a name that I've always known, even when I didn't know UFC that well. Like, it's a he's a great fighter. But, I mean, we've seen it happen twice now where – Volkanovski, even if it's even if it's controversial in that second fight, uh, we've seen him win both times in decisions. And I just find it very hard to believe that it's not going to happen again. Yeah, that that's my I like I thought Volk won the first. I thought Max won the second. But if yeah. the judges didn't give it to him after the second, I don't think they're going to do it in the third. Yeah. Like, what does he have to do to actually win? Knock him out? Yeah. And that that that's literally fucking it. Like, knocked I don't out. See any, 
I don't see any situation where he comes away with a decision. I want Max to win. I love both these guys. Yeah. Uh, I think Volk doesn't get all the love he should because he has to fight Max three times. Mm-hmm. And this and because the decisions are so close every time. Um, but it's just it's unfortunate for him because he is a great, probably one of the best featherweights now. If I, I arguably if not the, the best. best. Yeah. yeah, if not the best. Um, I just don't think he gets the love that he he's deserves. Uh, but I also love Max. And I kind of hope he wins because you know, <laughs> I'm a I'm a hollow, hollow sexual. You could say. <laughs> what? This is the most like sus podcast we've ever had. <laughs> no, it's you want to see fucking Sean O'Malley's balls. That, okay, I tell people that. Robbie okay, yeah, lets people come he, in him. He lets guys come in. <laughs> he lets guys come in him. <laughs> Come now you're him. saying Guys, you're a hollow sexual. Pause. <laughs> Fuck out of here. This is Jeez a very sus podcast. Right. Very hey, sus you know main character. It's 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 still Pride Month, baby. We ride. Damn straight. <laughs> no, nah, but yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> no, I got Volk, and also too, like for one, based off of recent fights, the fight against Yair Rodriguez, Holloway didn't look as good as I thought he was going to look against him. Yeah, Yair's also really, really good. No, yeah, too. yeah. I, but no disrespect to Yair. Yeah, no, like he course, showed out. He showed out in that fucking fight. Especially after being off for two years. Yeah. Like he Jeez. showed out. And I loved watching that fight. That was a fun fight. But um for just going based off of recent fights, like two, you gotta go Volk. You gotta yeah. go Volk. I would I I think to kind of parlay off of what you just said, Alex. I mean, you look at um the kind of the progression of um fights that both of them have had since they've both seen each other. And um, you kind of have to think about, for me, what I look at is who has gotten better and like what strides they've taken over the last uh, what yes. was it, year or two. Yeah. Was it two years? Two years. Yeah. Two years. One year and 11 I mean, months. You look at Volkanovsky's game. He is just constantly getting better and he's yeah. beating guys mm-hmm. worse. Yeah. Yeah. Like it is, it is starting to become up to a point. I mean, where... granted, he's had a, a ginormous test in Ortega, but Ortega and Holloway are two completely different fighters in terms of style. But that just yeah. proves Andrew's point too. Like, yeah, you can like see that he has just you've watched stand like steady progression in his game, and he's gotten better and better and better, um, and that makes it very difficult for me to want to to put any money on Max Holloway. Yeah. Even even though that plus one seventy is staring at me in the face right now, mm-hmm. and it looks so good. <laughs> it looks so good, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And if you really want to, like, and if you're tempted to, like, go Max Holloway. Like, it's not. It's still not a bad. It's bet. not a bad bet. It's, it's not really a bad not, bet no. at all because he's still like like Mike said that second fight. It was his. I thought so at least. I thought so. Dana White thought so. Yeah. Well, I thought so too. Obviously, or else he wouldn't be back in this fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think it, that fight could have gone either way. And I think Holloway should have won that one. And he should have stayed. He should have been the champ again. But I mean, it's just hard to bet against Volk right now. It's so hard to bet against Volk right now. There's yeah, there, there's agree. absolutely no reason you can give me right now to want to bet against him. Agreed. Right, let's go into the main event of the evening. My boy, Izzy, the style bender. Yeah. <laughs> You gonna fish that, Mike? Sorry, no, I'm not. Ah! <laughs> Caught you off guard. <laughs> okay, Israel Adesanya the minus four fifty favorite against Jared Cannoneers plus three sixty for the middleweight uh, title of the world. Um, 
uh, this is it's kind of wild thinking that the main event is the guy with the longest odds. Yeah, but he's just that good. Yeah, and well, did, I mean, you saw you, that with Volk. Did you guys see fight. what? Did you guys see what uh, Eugene Behrman said about Cannoneer? No, he said this might be Israel's toughest test because Cannoneer just walks through fire. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's kind of what again. I'm kind of hoping for. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I, I even said that too in my notes. Like, this actually might be one of his topper fights. And Behrman also has to hype up his fight too. But yeah. But, but I still I still agree with him. Absolutely. And I don't think the way Izzy put it in his International Fight Week um, interview when he was with Kai Car France and Volk and they're doing the interview in Australia. He said that he was going to treat it like a Paulo Costa fight. He thinks it's going to be Paulo Costa without the extra, you know, fizzazz yeah. at the end. Yeah. Uh, no and, humping. No humping. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think that's going to happen. Don, mini me. No humping. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't think that's going to happen. Um, I, <laughs> okay. I, I don't see, I don't see a knockout here for uh, Izzy. I don't. And I think Cannonier is a very patient fighter. Uh, he can, he can be patient. He likes to weigh people out. Doesn't always rush in. Uh, I think it could go to decision for Izzy. Uh, I don't think Cannonier wins this still. I mean, the only way I think Cannonier wins this is if he kind of makes it a little bit more of a battle and catches him hard, like fucking hard. And you know, he could do that shit. Uh, or maybe destroy his legs. Like maybe go after his legs. Like cannonier has got some really nasty leg kicks. Uh, but I mean, <laughs> dude, like it's so again, it's another person that's hard to bet against with Israel. Well, we, have Adesanya. A, we have a blueprint against Israel Adesanya and two guys have done it. Um, first guy to kind of do it was doing it. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The first guy to do it was Kelvin Gastelum, mm-hmm. right? Kind of took Izzy into deeper waters. Um, and then obviously the much bigger man in, um, Jan Blachowicz, Jan Blachowicz which Kanye is going to come in as the bigger guy. He's yeah. going to yeah, fight. Exactly. I, I imagine I was just going to say, Kanye is probably more. 215 fight night, I bet. Well, he was a light heavyweight too, wasn't he? He was a heavyweight, yes. Yeah. He fought at uh, welterweight before. He's fought at like four different divisions. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it. He should have just won 155. Probably be the same size as, uh, as Habib. Fuck it. Jared Cannonier against Alexander Volkanovsky this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch the other fight. We're mixing Cannonier and Volk for 145. And time. then Holloway's going to fight it is Izzy. Yeah. <laughs> That might actually be kind of fun. Yeah, that would actually, be, like, that would that would be, be a cool pound-for-pound pound fight. Yeah, that'd be yeah. kind of a banger. Uh, no, but yeah, I mean, like I said, like I just don't – I don't. I can see a method of a victory for Karenier, but it's a very slim chance it's going to happen. Yeah, I just think – like, like, Andrew, like you said for Vogue, like you've seen how far he's come since like uh, Holloway's last fight. Well, we can also see how far Izzy's come since the gas alone, since – even the Yan fight, who did he he's fight two fought two or three times after the Yan fight? Yeah. Whitaker, uh Vittori and yeah, Whitaker and Vittori, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and he's definitely improved his ground game and the ability to get up. So he can get up if Canada does take him down. Um he's made huge leaps in that in that aspect of his game. So I don't know. I it's probably I hope it is his toughest test, but I still think he's gonna he's gonna win it. 
So this kind of brings up the question again. Mm-hmm. Um, which of the African champions is going to be the first to lose his belt? In Ghana, because they're going to strip him. Yeah. Through negotiations. That, that's the only way. I said it last time, and I'm going to say it again. It's the only way one of these three guys loses their belt is that they retire or they get stripped for not fighting or some bullshit re- reason that Dana makes up in his head. Hey, man, I mean, we also or said Kam- that... Or Kamaru Usman loses to Hamzat Shemaev. But- we, also, we also did say that um, Amanda Nunes was going to retire a double champion, so... That's true. Yeah, well, she still could. Yeah. Yeah, but I, honestly, I don't, I don't know. I, 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 Juliana might win that one again. I think <laughs> Juliana wins it that's again. A, that's that's, a, that's, oh a that's an argument for another day. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think, I, dude, I, I can't bet against any three of them. And you Francis, know what? Izzy and Kamara. Izzy is one of my guys for fucking uh, the uh, draft we did. So <laughs> let's go. Oh yeah, that. that's right. That's right. Did so, you guys- hold on, hold on, hold on. I've had two of my guys go. And I'm two and zero so far, and my third one's fighting this weekend, O'Malley. Oh so God. I could start the year three and zero, and Alex could be one and zero after this weekend. I, I don't have a single fight. <laughs> We're just racking them up. Sack. <laughs> um, did you guys see Israel Adesanya's Instagram a week ago? No. What he put on his story? No, I didn't. He put on his story him like clapping some chicks' cheeks. <laughs> like for real, for real. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was like, either him or like uh, someone Dave else, Portnoy like, leak video for real. There wasn't like, a face, but like it was just a girl turned around and clearly someone was having sex with her. Jeez, Andrew, you have a guy fighting this weekend. Who? Volk. Oh, I do have Volk. Oh so, damn it! Go Holloway. Go Holloway. <laughs> so here, here's a, here's the list. I'll re- name off the list right now. Okay, I have Israel Adesanya, Chimaev. Kai Kara and Juliana Pena. You have Volk, Nunez, Whitaker, and Jan. Yikes. Uh, and then you have, and then Mike has the bullet, O'Malley, Makachev, and Holland. Okay. Yeah. So as of right now, Fuck, when we made this, team. <laughs> when we made this, when did we make this? This happened on. It was before uh, who this was the was, guy? Who's on your team again, Alex? This was on May 26th. Before Chumayev or after Chumayev fought. Mm-hmm. May 26th. Okay. okay. So let's see. Did Peter uh, Piotr Jan fought already, didn't he? Yeah, he lost. Uh, that's, he lo- that's his loss. And then Nunez hasn't fought or Nunez hasn't fought. Whitaker. Volk's fighting this weekend. Has Whitaker fought? Whitaker's going to fight in the month, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Volk is fighting this, this one. So Andrew could come out this. Ideally, one for one. Currently sitting at it, Mike is at uh, what? Two, two, two and zero, oh, because you have the bullet in Holland, and then I oh, have yet to get a fight yet, and this is be my first one, and I'd start off one and zero. Oh, this weekend, let's go. So, and no, then next I weekend, Ty Carlo is going to make it a two and zero. Oh, so, yeah, <laughs> I have to be an O'Malley fan for bragging rights. Yeah, so. All right, so that'll wrap up the uh, 276 main oh, card here. plus a little... Let's uh, do the main card real quick. A little bonus in there. Yes, I was just about to transition right. to that. Sorry, sorry. So, Mike's 
Rock hard main card parlay. Also known as a paper. MRHMCP. That's just way too long to abbreviate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, we're going to go Sugar, Bam Bam, Sean Strickland, Volkanovsky, and Izzy. Uh, it is plus 817, 10 to win 9178. I throw 25 on that. Yeah. Honestly. That might be the only bets I actually placed this weekend. <laughs> I I felt like I did really well in last week's prelims. Um, besides maybe like one fighter. So I, I think I'll go with my prelims here. Uh I'm going to start the night for the prelims with Jessica Rose Clark and Macy Barber parlayed together. You know what? No, fuck that. We're gonna go Jessica Rose Clark, Macy Barber, and Munez together. And I'm just gonna do the money lines here. I'm going off of the mic, my or the mic card rules uh, for it for the three, and then I'm probably gonna go uh, Duplesse, Ian, uh, Gabe Green, and then Jim Miller or not Jim Miller, sorry, Jalen Turner for my last one. Two two separate, two separate ones. Okay. okay. So Jalen Turner, Gabe like Green, Duplessis, 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 whatever it is, the South African guy. Uh, and then South I have Africa. Munez, Barber, and Jessica Rose Clark as my other one. You could start the night off hot. That's what I'm thinking. And then <laughs> just work my way into the main card. Andre and, Andre Munez, too, right? You don't want to confuse people with Pedro Munoz. No, no, no. Yeah, Andre Munez. Sorry. Andre Munez. My bad. Well, one is Munoz. The other one is Brian. Right, right. right. On a quick like glance, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I could tell you the odds right now, my friend, on that one. You're supposed to do this beforehand. Uh, well, I'm not very <laughs> smart. Uh-oh. You got to take another shit. <laughs> Uh-oh. Macy Barber isn't popping up for me right now. Does she cancel? You can tweet it out. Yeah, just tweet it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's bedtime, bro. Yeah, I know you're right. You're right. My bad. I'll, I'll tweet it out later. Okay. We'll keep up All the right. bet slips. Okay. Before we go, before we go, screen time. Oh, I'm be fucking 12 hours. Both those screen times. Hopefully, it's not a fair game. I don't like this game. (laughs) I'm about to. Oh, fuck you. I forgot how to get there. Go to settings. Yeah. Screen time. Well, there's a screen time app now, isn't there? Is there? I don't know. All I know is it's under settings. I got it now. Yikes. Yeah, I definitely win. What is it? One hour, one minute. You had one hour, one minute on your phone. Did, did you sleep all day? What else am I going to do? I don't have a fucking job. <laughs> Good point. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, I thought I was going to win five hours and 45 minutes. Ten hours, one minute. We can do the week one if you want. The week one? Yeah. So you have a day one and then a week one. So your week uh, for your daily average for your week or just today. Okay, my daily average is seven hours and thirty-five minutes. Seven hours, fifteen minutes. Oh, nine forty-two. Alex, you got a nice bump from today. Just one hour. What yeah, a joke. That's fair. Uh, you and can, it didn't. You can tell when I'm at work and when I'm not, because like when I'm not at work, I'm at like four hours. <laughs> That's I don't look at my phone. Oh wait, okay, it just updated for me. Never mind, I lose. I had eight hours and twenty-five minutes today. Apparently, let's go. Let's go. I didn't I think st- I was on my phone let's that go. much today. I, st- I still lose again. <laughs> I'm the man. In all of my 
time was spent on my notes. Two hours and 39 minutes on my notes. Taking notes for the pod, obviously, right? Yeah, for the pod, obviously. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure. Big research guy. <laughs> All right, so that'll wrap up this, uh, this episode. Uh, Alex, you know what to do. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the podcast. Thank you, Long Drink, for sponsoring our podcast. Remember, go visit thelongdrink.com uh, if you guys want to get your long drink orders in, or you can look for that beautiful bright blue can or one of the other distinct flavors that you can find there. Uh, my personal favorite was the cranberry. Uh, yeah, I we we couldn't ask for a better partner in crime. We, uh, we love that long drink staying with us for this. Uh, so thank you very much to them. Shout out to long drink. Uh, thank you again for listening. We appreciate every single one of you guys. Uh, the tweets are being more active now. I, I told you I would tweet last fight and I did UFC Vegas 57 was a hot tweet day for me. So, uh, shout out to shout out to us. It's making the walk underscores under each, uh, after each word. Uh, yeah, I, I'm here with two very good friends. Some might even say my best friends who knows, right? Mike and Andrew. So, Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Happy Friday. Happy betting day on Saturday. Happy International Week. Happy Pride Month. We got a lot of happies in here. It's a good happy week. And, and wait, hold up. I'm not done yet. Happy birthday to the most important guy on the podcast. Oh, jeez. The bold statement. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see Andrew's face. All right. Happy birthday to Mike Grosh. Fucking beautiful man him. How old are you turning? 27? 26? 26. 26. Happy 26th birthday, dude. I'm very happy. Your horns and Alex. Love that I get to hang out with you every single uh, Thursday night to record and drop Sometimes it. Sometimes Wednesday. <laughs> Sometimes Wednesday if it's a shit, if it's a hectic week. Uh, happy birthday to him. Uh, couldn't ask for a better partner in crime with uh, me and Andrew and you. So thank you very much for being with us here. And thank you. Appreciate thank you. you. Uh, yeah. Go subscribe to the podcast on Spotify. Tell your friends about it. Tell everyone else. Have a good weekend, everybody. Happy fourth. Happy fourth. Happy gambling. Hit that even though I hate you, I wanna love you, I want you